Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Second down and eight at the 41. Shotgun snap. Smith. Oh, oh from behind and down he goes. And you do not cross the moats, Sir Arthur Moats. Two in a row. Okay, okay, okay. To the producer on the ones and twos getting me excited as we start off this beautiful, this amazing Moats host Friday, ladies and gentlemen. This is Moats and Euler. We're inside the electric factory for the next two hours. I'm so excited, man. It's a great day to be alive, in the words of my man Dick LeBeau. <laughs> so, what we always do on Fridays is we're gonna give you a jam-packed show. We're gonna have a lot of uh cool little benchmarks for the for the Friday, which we always do. We're gonna sing a little bit, we're gonna get into a little bit of this five-star matchup, and you know we're gonna get to the paper, baby. But something that we always love to do, even more so on Fridays, is have a super interactive show. And the best way to make that happen, since, you know, our phone lines are very unique at this particular moment, is to hit us on the Twitter.com. And by doing so, you just at the body 52 The body. And then you got to hit at Wesley Eula, baby. The good hair. And that's the best way to get into us, man. So let us know your score predictions, anything you got as it pertains to Steelers versus them Jaguars. Woo, wait. So I'm excited, man. It's a great day to be alive. So talk to me, my main man, Wes, a.k.a. Trap God. Arthur Motes. Yeah, um, in the honor of uh, the versus battle that had everybody Whew. on pins and needles last Whew. night, uh, we will play a little bit of trap bed music mm-hmm. on the way uh, in and out of breaks this uh, today, I should say, because right because everybody thinks this could be a trap game. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I see, see what you did there. See what we did uh-huh, there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited, Arthur Motes. You know, there's always something about a Friday. We come in here with some extra energy. It's just another, I, I don't know how we're doing this, but somehow... Old man Winter is staying away from Pittsburgh. It's another beautiful. Are you, you going to jinx it? Say it. Say it. Say it. Say your part. You know, it's like, our last night. Hey, there, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is only the fifteenth time I've said this hey. already, but this is the last nice day Let, of twenty twenty. Full transparency. I'm in here. I have a, a nice sweatshirt on and I have shorts on. Because it's that nice of a day yep. in Pittsburgh. I said, man, how could I just waste the opportunity to show a little bit of the legs one more time? I mean, because according to my man Wes, we, we, this is the last one. This has to be the last this one. This has to be. I'm it. expecting full snow. I've winterized <laughs> the house. I winterized my house. I have my alarm set every year, right, for winterizing my house day after Halloween. Because typically, <laughs> yeah, day after Halloween, it's, it it's nasty. It's cold. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting freezing temperatures. Yeah, but I've been sitting around. I'm like, I technically could have. I, I don't even feel like I needed to do it right now. Like, I probably got another week based on this weather. <laughs> so it's beautiful, man. I, I am loving it. You, I am loving it. You've worn shorts for the last time. A dozen different times. (laughs) No, I'll take it, Arthur Motes. Uh, A good way to head into the weekend for sure. And uh, we had a good one last night as well, too. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. We got a chance to see the Seahawks and Cardinals, a game that we both said we were excited about yesterday when we were talking about it. And it lived up to expectations. We saw, you know, quarterbacks doing their things. I was even impressed at the two things. The first thing is they didn't go full highlighter on us. (laughs) <laughs> we were concerned about that. Cool. Still they not great, but it's better with it, yes. the blue pants. It, it, at least put it, it, you did it like, you know, when, when my son, 
when he mix and matches the markers with the different tops. So it was like, all right, you, you give me the highlighter top on the on a basic bottom, so I can, I can deal with that. That's okay. I can live with that. But that wasn't the, uh, the 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 only reason. The second reason why I was you know impressed and I enjoyed the game was we actually had a defensive stop, <laughs> uh, 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 man. Something that the Seahawks haven't seen all season. Something that I thought was a lost art. I thought it was it was gone. We saw a defense win a game last night, we man. Did. It was beautiful. We got a chance to see what a philosophy that I believe in in terms of if it's a last chance play, hell Mary style play. Don't allow these quarterbacks to just sit back there half time. Don't allow these receivers the time to get down there into the end zone and set up and get in their Turn box out and technique. face the ball. Yeah, because it's a difference if I'm forcing you to throw that ball and it's within three seconds, right? Because now the receivers aren't in the end zone set up prepared for a jump ball. They're having to run an actual route. And, it, and running a route is going to be drastically different than a stationary. We're all sitting here and let's just jump who has the best vertical and hands and timing and things like that. So I, I was just I, – I really enjoyed – seeing that call yeah. by the defense and it being worked out the way it did, man. And shout out to Carlos Dunlap. I mean, I could shout him out now that he's not in the division anymore. That's right. That's he he right. went from a player that I could not stand because he played in Cincy to now I'm like, all right, I, I like that. Good, 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 good play over there. Good, good we, play. Uh, we did get a tweet about um, how it doesn't look right with him wearing number 43. That is uh, such a stank number for him. Like, yeah. That's a linebacker or a little guy It's a number. Troy Polamalu number. Right. And, and, that's and, it. And it's like, dude, like. But you're right. It's a, it's not a big, it's yeah. not a big guy. It's not a linebacker in the trenches Because in their number. scheme, like with yeah. that 4-3, yeah. those 40 numbers would still be on defense, like in the linebacker area. But I'm just like. It's weird. It's weird seeing a big defensive lineman too big wear the number. The number. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me when we, when we used to see college uh, D linemen with like single digits, like yes. three hundred pound man wearing number two. It's like that two is stretched all the way out. <laughs> like even like someone like Jadavian Clowney, right? Yeah, he, absolutely. He, he wore number two. He wore number two. Yeah, and it just like oh, it's like oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, he's just like Hulk. He's right. Hulk smashing out of that jersey. Absolutely, man. But yeah. it, it was a good game though, man. Uh, it, it was really exciting, man. I got a take for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Thursday night's the new Monday night. No question, without a doubt. And I and I love it. Yeah. Now, those football fans uh, that are listening now that might be listening back on the podcast, Motsi, uh, for like the generation before us and, and certainly older as well too, Monday night football was the thing. That was the pinnacle. It was, it was we're waiting all day for Monday night, not Sunday night. Um, it, it was a production. It was the most watched thing on television every single week. And quite often, it was the best game of the NFL schedule, of the NFL slate that weekend. Mm -hmm. Here's why I'm okay with that switching to Thursday, though, Motsi. Uh-oh. And I need to know if this is if this is fair or if, uh, if you're going to throw a flag on me here, okay. right? If you're All calling right. a foul. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Saturday's football all day. Okay. I mean, you know how you know how this is. I'm a college football guy. It's my mm -hmm. favorite sec spectator sport. I'm either going to the WVU game or I'm sitting there on the couch from noon right. to midnight watching college football every Saturday. And then Sundays, it's Steelers Day. I'm I'm working the game. It's a busy day. I'm taking notes. I'm trying to write topics and prepare for the shows through the week. I'm I'm very in tuned watching. You know, I'm not just sitting there with right. a beer and some and some wings watching the Steelers play on Sundays. It's still work in a lot of ways. Monday night, I'm just ready for a break. Mm. Like, I'm ready to play some video games. Or okay. I'm ready to watch some Netflix with wifey. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Saturday is football all day. Sunday is football all day. Monday night, I'm ready for a break. So I'm cool with this new okay. Thursday night thing. Well, I man, I don't have an issue with it at all. Because for me, I look at Mondays and Thursday night football as just bonus. Saturdays <laughs> yeah. and Sunday. Like, because yeah. growing up, Saturday and Sunday was football days. I mean, 
obviously, as we got older, we started to understand the Monday concept. But Monday Night Football early on in my life wasn't a big deal because, yeah, I had school. So I had to go to sleep. So for me, like, anytime I get Monday and Thursday night games, it's all icing on the cake. But I do love the fact that the Thursday games are better because, for me, it gets me warmed up for the weekend. Hmm. Like, I love that Thursday right. game. Like, it just gets me in the mood for, all right, I got to take Friday up. But I know Saturday I got college football right. all day. Right. It kind of sets the stage right. for the weekend. And then for me as well, I got college football during the day on Saturday. And then I got my fights at night on Saturday, whether it's boxing, UFC. Sometimes I'm always going to get that doubleheader action for me. And then Sunday is obviously football sun up to sundown. So it's just that, that, that to me is the beautiful scenario, man. And honestly, man, when we talk about at least how last night's game was a, another good Thursday night game, it's needed, especially when you keep seeing the the, the negative reports about the COVID and things like that, right. man. As it pertains to the NFL, multiple teams still having outbreaks, still having people test positive and stuff like that. So – in the midst of all that, I am glad that we get a chance to unwind and just enjoy good football. Yeah, for sure. And last night was good football. We got. And a we'll couple, have another one next week too. We had a right. We had a couple. Pe- yeah, you're, Think you're about absolutely that. We'll have right. Another one next week, man. You're absolutely right. We're gonna have a couple. Well, I mean, one really good game, Steelers Ravens. But yeah. you get you're gonna get football all day absolutely, on on yeah. Thursday of next week. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got a couple tweets, like I said, about the jerseys. A couple people asking us how we feel about Seattle's jerseys. I. Hate them, but not as much as when they wear the blue pants. At least yeah. it's it's a it, little break, bit break better. Break it up. In that don't regard. don't yeah. don't give me highlighter on highlighter. Give me highlighter on on neutral, and right. we can make it work. Yeah, yeah. Steel City Champs and uh, Ryan from Nashville asking about the jerseys. Uh, Steel City Champs and Randy also want to know, Motsi, who do you think won the versus battle last night? Steel man, City, Jeezy, what City, are we talking about Steel here, City man? Champs says I got the snowman. Absolutely, oh. it's the snowman. But, and, and listen, I'll tell you this, all right? Full transparency. We wanted to play Jeezy in here. In the system, we couldn't <laughs> find any Jeezy. They have all this Gucci stuff, so I'm like, I don't want people to think that we it was are endorsing funny. and making it that, uh, that Gucci one, but that's all we have in the system, all right? But so, it, I, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. So I, we're in here, and Moats is like, can you see if there's any Jeezy in the system? And there's like <laughs> two songs. And we're like, all right, well, if there's no if there's no Jeezy in it the system, like, Gucci there the can't system. be any Gucci. We got the whole catalog of Gucci here at iHeartRadio Pittsburgh. Man. Crazy, <laughs> Not the way we would have drawn it up. Uh, Randy, <laughs> Randy, uh, Randy, I think is going with uh, with Jeezy here as well too. Um, I mean, Jeezy got bangers, bro. He does. Like, like, he does. like, he just thug motivation. TM one hundred and three. Uh, our our buddy Midwest Mouse says, I can't lie, I think D Lyman wearing single digits in college is swaggy. <laughs> They just be built so bad with it, though. It makes the number look weird, man. <laughs> and Amy says, uh, I like Thursday Night Football because it kicks off the weekend. It's the start of all the games all there weekend. We go. Yeah, kind of like what you said. It's got a college feel to it. it you does. know what I mean? Yeah, a little thirsty does. Thursday. Like, yeah. I need a little action on a Thursday night I, I, I feel set like, up for I the weekend. I feel like I'm supposed to be back at, you know, Harrisonburg, Virginia, and Buffalo Wild Wings taking advantage of the wing discount <laughs> right. on Thursday night. Exactly. Like, this is nuts. I should be at the sports page in Morgantown <laughs> with my buddy Adam Crowley with there all you go. can eat wings and, like, $2 beers. Right? Absolutely, right. man. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of more tweets rolling in here. Um, you guys know, though, I want to I want to make sure we say this before I before I kind of turn it back over to you here and we go to break and everything. Over the last couple weeks, people will tweet us their predictions like early on in the show, mm-hmm. and then we'll read some tweets, but not the prediction ones, mm-hmm. and then they tweet us the prediction again. Yeah. So if you've tweeted us your prediction tweet, don't worry, it will get read. We just save those for the end of the show. 
So a little housekeeping. Just, just just send it once because <laughs> fortunately we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of feedback, a lot of participation, and so it just makes it easier to kind of navigate through everything here on the Twitter.com. So like I said, uh, if you do send that prediction tweet, don't feel like you have to send it again later. We, we got, got them, we got them all marked down and everything. Absolutely, here. we definitely got you, man. And. When we come out of got come back out of this break, man, we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh James Robinson, the undrafted Ooh, we gonna, rookie we running gonna, back who's looking a little good, we're man. We're gonna scout the Jags. We got we gotta we gotta scout those Jags, not not the Jag offs, just the Jags. It's the right? Jags. So we're gonna scout them a little bit when we get back from the break. This is Moats and Euler on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Second intercepted at the 34, Brandon Dixon up the sideline. No, no, it's Arthur Motes who stepped up and pulled that ball out of the air. And he gets inside the 20, inside the 15, and run out of bounds by Adams at about the 14-yard line. Well, all right then. How about another one? Surprise, surprise. I like what's going on today. Is it my birthday or something? I got to check the calendar. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in here, but I like it. I like it a lot. Smoke Senula. We're inside the Electric Factory on SNR. Ah, man. Shout out to you, man. What's going on, baby? Can, can we get some transparency here? You want a little transparency? Yeah, what's going on, baby? What's going on? All right. Yesterday. Uh-huh. And, and you know, we, we did this a little bit earlier, and, and I think one of the weeks we played a little moats roulette right where we just oh, grab highlights yeah. from the system oh, yeah. um our, our buddy thrash <laughs> okay. tweeted, tweeted me yesterday and said you know what are the chances we could play a little moats roulette with moats ah, host friday okay and so i you know i gave him the hulk hogan i gave him the hell yeah bro i like it i and like I, it and so we're you know we're gonna play a little moats roulette here no, so no. i got i just got moats sacks i got moats interceptions okay okay, um, okay. yeah so we'll have some fun like as we roll along. So you basically just said I'm like unplugged. Is that what you're saying? Because like I missed this on social media. I mean, I'm gonna get back on. I I, I get on. I just don't get Listen, on. Listen, you just you got a lot of saying? parts through on there. I mean, you're a popular oh, guy. Man, we got a lot. We got a lot of sacks in here. We got some fumble recoveries. Jeez. All right. Well, hope, hope they keep the good highlights rolling in. Nothing bad. That's right. That's right. Nothing bad. But speaking of good, man, we got some some good from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got to talk about, man. Um. They got a trio of players on offense that have been doing some some pretty good things, man. Now, obviously, that's not, you know, it hasn't produced a lot of wins and things like that, but that's for another reason. I mean, when you talk about winning in this league, you not only have to be a discipline team, you have to have talent, a lot mm-hmm. more of it. That you do. They have a little bit of it right here. So we're going to talk about it. I mean, the three players on offense, man, that have really stood out for them this year and – I mean, uh, in terms of one of the guys standing up from a league standpoint, James Robinson, the rookie running back. I mean, right now he's fifth in the league in terms of rushing yards. Has been really productive, man. Um, you heard Coach Thomas speak on him earlier in the week. Uh, even talk, Robert Splain a little bit yesterday, he spoke on him as well, talked about he's a no-nonsense, mm-hmm. you know, one-cut, very very tough demeanor with his running and, and things like that. And I think that's been a big reason why they've been able to stay in these games. Um, when we talk about just from a – a talent standpoint. Now, we're talking about James Robinson here. They had two other guys who were really good in terms of receivers, in terms of uh, Keelan Cole Sr. and DJ Chark. They're both having good seasons, but as a total, when you talk about the lack of quarterback play, right? Gardner Minshew has been out for a couple of weeks now. That's really hindered them, but yeah. James Robinson has been the biggest reason why they've been able to stay in these games because the approach the Jaguars like to take, they want to slow the game down. They're, they're not trying to air it out and, and – 
you know, use as much clock as possible. No, no, no. They want to make sure that this clock is is a, a non-factor. It's just dying away, dying away, and ultimately minimizing your possessions. And James Robinson, his ability to move the, uh, the sticks, his ability to get tough yardage has been a big part of their offense with that. And then with the two receivers in terms of Keelan Cole and DJ Chark, I mean, they're from a short to intermediate passing standpoint, they've been really good there. They they they've got you know decent yards, catches, and stuff like that. They're right around the four thirty, four fifty mark. But obviously with Keelan, he also brings something in the return game. We saw him return a punt last week against the uh, Packers and really kept them back. I mean, that got them back in the game. And that's from that standpoint. So those are the three that have really done stuff to to, to pop off on tape but as a whole I just they, they don't have enough from an offensive personnel right now when you talk about not having a quarterback it's very similar to what we experienced last year in Pittsburgh man you can have talent around you you can have talent on the offensive line but if you don't have that centerpiece man that quarterback directing making the right calls making the right throws you see the lack of productivity as a whole and, and I think that's the biggest reason why they are they are who they are right now from a record standpoint yeah. Wow, you just touched on a lot there. I mean, I don't know exactly where I want to go. I, mean, I know, like man. Two or three different avenues I could take here. Listen, man, when, when, it, when it came out, I had those but three right. things wrote down, and then it just kind of <laughs> branched off of each three. I was like, well, I'm already talking. I might as well just no, it's good. continue I mean, on. you just set the stage for the whole segment. I like it. Uh, if you, I mean, if you want to just go for, like, the next, uh, you know, like, nine, ten minutes here, I'm just let's break. I mean, no, you know, okay, I was about okay, to say, okay, I mean, okay. if you need me to pull it off. <laughs> um, let's start with James Robinson. Yeah. He, I tell you what, great story. Oh, no question, man. I mean, uh, I don't know if you heard Mike Tomlin say this on Tuesday, and I'm assuming he wouldn't just be making this up, but he said uh, that James Robinson, to this point in the season, Mm -hmm. has more rush yards than any undrafted rookie in NFL history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been big for them. Um, The last three games, Motsi, he's had at least 22 carries in every single game, so, you know, well over that 20 carries threshold that we kind of always talk about for, Mm -hmm. you know, for for bell cow-type running backs, you know, hitting that that 20, that 20-plus mark. He's been there the last three weeks. Yeah, he's talented. But you know why, though, right? Why is that? I mean, they don't really have much else going for him. That's no, a big no, no, part no, of it. No, 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 no. The, the biggest reason why he's been so successful this season. But their season, offensive line has been good. Yeah, but but I'm going to tell you the biggest reason why he's been successful this season, man. And it's, and it's not even. Tell me, Professor. It's not even like complex like that, man. The biggest reason why he's been successful is number one, he's not a Mac guy, but number two, he's an <laughs> FCS guy. <laughs> so what would you expect? Come on, I man. I see where you went there. You see what's going on here, man. Uh, I see where oh, you went All us FCS guys, man, we just come out here and produce. It's no, it's no like, this isn't no, no, it's, it's not too much for us. It doesn't overwhelm us at times. No, we're, we're always Northern prepared. Illinois, right? Uh, Illinois State. Illinois State. Illinois State. State. Right. Absolutely, right. man. You know, shout out to the FCS guys out here just doing what we do best, which is make doing plays, that man. thing, doing that thing. <laughs> a Matt guy could never. No, he's <laughs> he's been fun to watch. They don't have a ton of particularly skill position players too, right. because we like, we could talk about their offensive line a little bit. They've got some promising players uh, on that offensive line, but if you look at the skill positions, I mean, there's not a lot there to sink your teeth into. Except for James Robinson. He he is talented. He's had a very good start to his rookie season as an undrafted guy, you know, on a team that, mm-hmm. uh, let's face it, right? He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers in the backfield. Right. He doesn't have Ben Roethlisberger in the backfield. He doesn't have Kyler Murray or Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes in the backfield. Like, teams know, and especially the last three, four weeks. He's the focal point. He's the guy. Yes. And he's still having success despite that as an undrafted rookie. But yeah, I will say impressive. this, man. Oddly enough, if you look at the Jaguars' offense – 
they're a quarterback away from being a good yeah, offense. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about James Robinson as a rookie undrafted. He's fifth in the league in rushing, and we know he's doing that while being the focal point. Then when you look at the receivers with DJ Chark, we've seen him be successful before. Uh, I want to say he might have one. I think he has one Pro Bowl season under his belt. I think he has a 1,000-yard season under his belt. And then you got Ke- uh, Keelan Cole, who, I mean, has been a, a 400 to 700-yard receiver throughout his first couple of years. But then they even got the young rookie receiver, that, uh, the second-round draft pick. Was it La- LaVisca? I think it's LaVisca mm-hmm. Chenault or whatever. He's a second-round pick. Look at you with the name yeah. pronunciation. And then, you still got, and then when you talk about their offense a lot, Cam Robinson, second-round pick. Jawan Taylor, uh, I want to say he was a second-round pick as well this year. And then from there, uh, Andrew Nor- Norwell. Yep. We know that he, he's been a guy. He's a second-contract guy. Tyler Eifert, I mean, he's there, but he's more so just a shell of himself. But right. when you think about the pieces we just named from a wide receiver, running back, and O-line standpoint, it's talent there. But, number one, it's not consistent enough yet because some of these guys are still young. They're still getting developed and, and understanding how to do it at the NFL level, which is you have to do it play in and play out, not you know every other play, every other quarter. At the NFL level, it has to be every time you're out there. And then just the lack of quarterback play right now, man. You go from Gardner Minshew, who was overachieving as a six-round draft pick a year ago, to Jake Luton, who, I mean, he's a six-round pick as well. So you knew just going into that there were going to be some some things that he lacked from a just attributes and physical gifts standpoint being right. a later-round guy. Right. So I think those are a lot of the reasons, like I said, why they haven't been as successful. But a part of the reason why they've been able to keep these games close as well. It's not like a Jets team where we're seeing them get absolutely just destroyed out there. That's not the scenario. They're in these games, but because of the lack of just overall talent, that's the the thing that keeps them from being able to close the gap and get over the hump. I mean, you watch that game against the Packers, they should have won if they had more talent, if they could capitalize a little bit more, but they had to play their perfect game, get a score on special teams, force two turnovers on Aaron Rodgers that I don't think anyone expected, and you still got beat. Like, it was the perfect scenario, and that lets you know right there that when a team plays their best and they still, with everything going for them, they still don't have enough, that is more on the personnel that's there and not necessarily the effort and the technique and the intangibles. Because some teams, will we agree, some teams we talked about, I think it was the, the Ravens, we said, man, they are a highly penalized team. Very talented, but not very disciplined. The Jaguars are the reverse of that. Yeah. The Jaguars yeah. are very disciplined. Offensively and, de- offensively and defensively, they are in their gap. They play with great fundamentals, play with great technique. But they just don't have the personnel yeah. to, to pair with that. And that's where you see that disconnect and why they haven't been able to get any wins to really back that up. I think, too, everything that you just alluded to is why – Despite being one and eight, people don't talk about this team like they're the Jets. You know, people don't talk about this team like they're the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, people the Eagles, right? Yeah. People don't talk about this team like they're the Washington Football Team. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that they're one and eight, because everything you just said, like it shows when you watch them on tape, it shows. Like yeah. I would not be surprised Sunday, even though the Steelers, I, I fully anticipate them winning. I feel like they'll win comfortably. Don't be surprised if it's a one-score, three-point game for the whole time because that's how they play. They're not going to beat themselves. They're just not going to be able to do enough to beat us. So they kind (laughs) of wait for your mistake. But for us, we've been doing a great job of not turning the ball over this year. But that's their game. They want to make you have to execute, make you have to have long drives. And then when they get the ball, they're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and and take their shots when they're supposed to. But they're going to have elongated drives as well. Like, that's just their style of play. It's it's. I always equate it to 
we think of basketball, right? And we know some teams like to play with tempo in basketball. You think of the pressing teams, right? They're going to be fast tempo, no huddle type, right? Then when you think of a team that might not have as much talent, so they want to slow the game down. They're going to hit you with a zone defense, and then they're playing four, quarters on, four corners on offense where they're going to hold the ball, milk the whole shot clock, get one shot up. Keep the score extremely close, but make that really good and talented team have to execute every single drive. That's the way that they play their game right now. So it's boring at times. It's not pretty. And you look at the score and you're like, man, how is this team even around? That's how they do it, though, man. Yeah. No, you're right. They, they're well coached. I mean, if you look at their games this year, right, they've very rarely been blown out. Uh, what, lost by four to the Packers re- last week, lost by two to the Texans recently. They're not a – again, Despite if you just look at the one and eight record, you'd think, oh, this team's a pushover. But that's why they don't get talked about in that way like a lot of the other hapless teams in the National Football League because they are well coached, because they do find ways to hang in there, even against really good teams. Uh, now, they haven't played a, a team with a record like the Steelers, obviously. Ain't no team like the one we got. But, you know, I was reading uh, Bob Labriola this morning. He, uh, you know, kind of always posts a a cool, like, scene-setting article on Fridays. Steelers have a losing record in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. I don't quote me on this, but I believe it is the only city, the only NFL franchise city where the Steelers have a losing record. Yeah, but you also have to remember, too, uh, I forgot what it was, uh, because I remember seeing that as well. It included, I want to say, when they were all in the division together. Correct. For those six years, I think it was, because they went there every year. Right, right. So then from there, they stopped going, and that was a big part of the reason why. But, like, most of those, when we're talking about the Jags, we look at the the three-game, like, past the past three times they played. Right. One-to-one in Jacksonville in, uh, I think it was 18, lost in 17 twice. But we look at it more so as, I mean, it's just – I feel like they've always caught us on bad days or yeah. slow starts. Yeah. I mean, the first one and the, and the last one was definitely bad day, slow starts. The second one, it was slow start, got hot, ran out of time. Yeah. So it's it's been a weird dynamic with Jacksonville from a short-term standpoint. But, I mean, every time we've matched up with them, whether it was during the 17 season or even 18 and even now – we all feel the exact same way in terms of the Steelers yeah. being the more talented team. Oh, for sure. Like, that's the debate. That was the case we're, in the 90s as well, right, too, right. when they were in the same division. And, yeah. Yeah, so so it's it's weird, though, man. It's it's a, it's one of those weeks, though. It's it one is. of those games. It is. It's a, it's an organization that Ben is 5-5 five and five against. Um, it's, an, it's a stadium where – now, if the Steelers win on Sunday – the Steelers will be 500 in Jacksonville. So yeah. they're, they got a chance to get back to 500 with uh, with a win on Sunday. But, yeah, it's – you know, there's certain matchups I feel like everybody feels this way about their teams, Motsi, that, all right, when we get together with this team, for whatever reason, it's always weird. You know what I mean? Like I look at this one, uh, Jacksonville. Yep. I think of the Raiders. Yep. Anytime those it was in two, Oakland. Those are the two that I was going to say. And it's like, why? Why? And, and, and even for me, like, this obviously changed a little bit now – but for a while, even when we would play like the Jets, it was always like they're not even. That's another good, good one. Like and this that. happens to good teams. Like yeah, like, it was. Like it's for, always like a for the, weird for the Brady Patriots. It, for the Brady Patriots, every time they played the hapless Dolphins, yeah. something weird would happen. Like, you know and, what I mean? And, like and, it, and, it, it, it's just weird how that. And you how were that watching. Is. You're like on paper. There is no reason why this game should be close. Right. When you look at records, when you look at schemes, but for some reason, it's just a funky way that they play mm-hmm. versus these teams, man. I mean, and I'll say this, man. Shout out to 
not only the opposition because they do formulate good plans for that but then obviously like i said for us we've been caught and i don't want to say less than ready but just not clicking on all cylinders at, at times and it's like that perfect storm. Like I said, hopefully, though, this week that perfect storm can go on somewhere now. It's Jacksonville. It's supposed to be beautiful weather down there. We got beautiful weather in Pittsburgh. Oh, like, yeah. can we get back to just, just business as usual here, please? It's everybody. It's weird. Everybody has those. It, it It's very bizarre. Like, for WVU, it's TCU. Mm. Every every year we play TCU, something wonky happens. It's down to the wire. Something goofy happens. For JMU, it was Maine. Was we're, it Maine? Bro, <laughs> ne- never a rival game. Black Bears. It's just like, bro, why is this game so close? Why is it coming down to, like, the last in, play of the game? In like, the years where time. we're good, they find a way to make it interesting. Yes, in the years absolutely. where they're the better, t- better team, we find a way every to make time. it interesting. Like, it, it, it's just bizarre in that regard. And, yeah, uh, Jacksonville's been one of those teams for the Steelers. But you know what, Motsi? What's good? We've exercised a lot of demons this season, I think. We did. You know? Um, the offense has exercised some demons from last year and the struggles in the red zone and the struggles on third down. The defense has exercised demons over the last two years of holding on to leads late, right? Something that, that we always talked about. Let's exercise these Jaguars demons. Let's go down there. Let's get a nice, big, comfortable win. Oh, yeah, Stress, baby. Stress-free Sunday. Listen, man, stress-free is the best way to be, man. Like I said, we had Jeezy and Gucci last night. They <laughs> squashed the beef, so we're going to be stress-free this weekend, all right? But what we all going to do when we come back, <laughs> we're going to sing a little bit. Ooh. Here we go. So we're going to make sure my main man, Wesley Euler, starts warming up these vocal cords. There we go. Get a little fa-la-la-la-la in there, all right? And then from there, when we come back, man, whoo, it's going to be fun. You know we're going to do that official diss track. Here we go, Steelers Electric Factory on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back is Cousins on fourth downs, chased out of the pocket. He's going to run to the near sideline. Is he going to make it? I don't think so. He gets driven into the Redskins bench near that lead stick, but it all I think it's going the other way. Yeah, but if is. it is, it's... Yep, it's a ball over on down. Second time it's happened. That's like a turnover. Second and 11, Vic play action fake. He's running to the left, and he just falls down. Arthur Motes was providing the heat, and Vic just decided to fall down. Michael Vick was scared of you there, Arthur Motes. Pro- providing a little bit of heat. I remember <laughs> that uh, that Washington game, though, man. That was Monday night 20 – that would have been 2015 or – No, yeah. it's 15. It's 15, right? Monday night on uh, on the road. Correct. Spot. Absolutely. Yeah, I figured you would have gotten yeah, a name man. drop in that highlight for the fourth down stop there for forcing uh, Cousins you know out of bounds. Saying, man? That's all right. It's crazy. That's why we had to play the other one. You it know? happens you know, like Michael that Vick, Michael Vick was scared of you. Hey, man, that's my dog. 757, man. He knew what was up. Oh wow! Who's calling it? Doing you can't call doing work hours. That's coming through my laptop. Jeez, who's calling my man doing the West hours? Wow, doing the West hours, doing the work hours. (laughs) That was really weird because like I, since I first got a cell phone when I was like seventeen. I've always had it on vibrate. Like, I've Same never here. had a ringtone on my cell phone. So that was really weird there for a second. That tripped me up, but that was the ringtone coming through my computer. It's very interesting. Very That's interesting. bizarre. Oh, you know what, Arthur Motes? It's just strange things are happening. Nah. Like, Steelers, Jacksonville, strange things Absolutely. are always happening. Because, see, for me, man, I looked at it like this. They were calling you because they were letting us both know that it's time. 
It's time. Oh, people were calling like, oh, where's where's your song? Like, where, where's the song? Where, where's here we go? Are you warmed up? You got your headphones in? You done stalling? Like, we, we ready. That's all we saying. We are ready. That's what that call was. Yes. Yes, it was. Arthur Motes. Listo? You know, just real quick. Can Uh-oh. we take a second to reflect? What are we reflecting All on? right. Um, I know that this, the here we go song, it's like most things in life. Uh-huh. Okay? I mean, you're not going to please all the people all the time. Who said that? I think that was a... Uh, I don't know, Plato or Socrates or. Well, my mommy told me that I'm everyone's favorite. So how about that? And my mom don't knock. She got, ain't never wrong. I'm afraid I've got some bad. Oh, <laughs> this she is ain't my, never wrong. This is my water boy moment. Well, folks, it looks like <laughs> mama's wrong again. <laughs> my mama told me. <laughs> mama said that alligators are so ornery. They have all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> Arthur Butts. Uh, listen. I know. I'm not naive enough to know. Not everybody. Most people do. Mm-hmm. But not everybody loves the Here We Go song. You know, not everybody loves our hijinks when we when we veer when we veer when we veer away from the X's and O's. Right? You know, e- some everyone people love us. Some people just want us to be vanilla and be X's and O's. But mm-hmm. I will just point this out. They love chocolate. <laughs> Last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers were seven and five with us doing this song. Mm-hmm. This year, Arthur Motes, what's the record? It's something like nine and oh. Quick math. Oh, is that sixteen, 16 and five? And five. Ever Let's since go. we started doing this. All right. So you may not like Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh oh. Ho, ho. Someone just knocked on the door to come in here and tell you. Who is oh, you may not like it, but accept it. Did we get a is he? There you go. He just he just left. Up? He just left hey. real quick. Oh, macho, man. macho man just dropped by for a second Shout just to let everybody Randy. know. Shout out to Randy. You know, you might not like it, but it is it's, 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 16 and 5. I mean, the proof man. is in the pudding. So we don't want to stop. We can't stop. Because then it might be on us. Absolutely. And if you don't like it, we do not care. We do not care. Let's go. Here we go. Hey. You know what it is, baby. Here we go. It's the Here We Go song. Official Pittsburgh Steelers diss track. Here we go. And we're sending it to the Jaguars this week, baby. We so you already go. know how we're going to do this thing. My main man, West Eula, going to cook, cook, Super cook, and we're going to Cheer the Steelers, the black and the gold. What else we do? It's time of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Okay, what else though? The Stiller Nation has the best radio host in the electric factory with Euler remotes. Talk to him, Greasy. Let's go. Down we go to the Sunshine State. It's sunny for the most part. 1 p.m. kickoff. Don't be late. Oh, yeah, we get them early. We make another team fall in line. Ben going to have this game over by halftime. Here we go. Oh, yeah, we big chilling this week, man. We're going to whoop them up early, and then we sitting back enjoying something nice on the afternoon, baby, because this is what we do. Anytime a Jaguar trying to step up against a steel, man, you already know how that ends, man. Cat goes down. A win takes us to 10 and 0. Uh huh, uh huh. But somewhere else in Florida is where we're trying to go. Oh, we got reservations, baby. Only one thing to say in February, we'll be back, but in Tampa Bay. Here we go. Besides, Tampa Bay is a way nicer city than Jacksonville, baby. I've been to both. Shout out to Duval. But other than that, y'all are no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We don't like Jacksonville. Come on, man. That's Swamp Land. That's Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay. That's Tampa where our Bay, eyes are. baby. Y'all can't even host a Super Bowl there. No one cares about y'all. Go swim in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Jacksonville, some real jag-offs. Jags. They ain't tough. They just soft. Soft like Charmin. Coach T don't want to hear about a trap game. 
Sunday's result, more of the same. Here we go. 10-0, 10-0, 10-0. Hey, Jacksonville, are you a big old Jaguar kitty cat? No, baby, baby, you a little, little feline. And we're going to have that work on y'all, baby. We bringing out the, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We bringing that out. Oh, yes, we are. Steely McBean coming down there. And he going to grab that little cat. And it is over. 10-0. Y'all going to win it now. Your bus is just fine. But you already know. Next time we in Florida, baby, we got it for that Super Bowl. You know Arthur Motes. A time-honored Yinzer pastime. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Is escaping the winter for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, hopping on a flight. Oh, yeah. Going down to Florida, enjoying that sunshine in the middle of winter. Nice little spring break, That's winter vacation. Right. Right. And my wife and I did that last year. Yeah. In March, uh, right after the combine. I got home from the combine on like a Sunday. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday morning, we flew down to Siesta Key for the rest of the week in the middle of winter to get some sunshine. Absolutely. You talking about when y'all left me, right? No invite? I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was liking the pictures, though. I was there vicariously through you. But Arthur Motes, uh, I don't want to win a trip to Florida and Jacksonville mm-hmm. this November. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking more like Tampa Bay in February. Does that work with you? That, that sounds good. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm thinking. Sounds you know? good. It's a good good time to be in Tampa Bay. I mean, trust me, we travel. Now, won't matter. We might not be able to go because, you know, pandemic. But I think the Steelers would like to be in Tampa Bay in February. We'd uh, like I, to see I, the I Steelers in Tampa Bay. I would definitely agree with that. In February. Thrash tweets, I like the Super Bowl reference, but watch that jinx. All right, listen. I don't believe in the jinx, bro. All right, listen. It's a song thrash, all right? Just take it easy. It's only a jinx if you believe it. <laughs> Plenty of people said you can't say you're going to go 4-0 when you're 3-0. It's a jinx. Then they said you can't say you're going 5-0 when you're 4-0. It's a jinx. Can't say it at 6. No, definitely don't say it at 7. Here we are going on 10. I say it every week. I'm not worried. Um, do you want to get to uh, to Mee's three-pack of questions before we go to uh, our final break of the first hour? Well, I was going to say, do we have enough time? We do. We got two, three minutes here. Okay, we and, and you said who is it from, though? Me! Okay, just make sure it's that one. Uh, he says, Westman, Dr. Motes, FYI, the weekly song was noise. Thank it you. It is. Thank you, me. Appreciate it. Got to get them, you know, so let us know how you feel. Rate it. Uh, which Steelers defender has the most tackles this weekend? <sighs> I'm going Edmonds. Ooh, I like that. Edmonds, man. I like that. I think he's going to be heavily involved in the run game as he always is. But because of the way the Jaguars like to attack from a passing standpoint, he's going to be in a ton of that action. So, yeah, I think he's the guy, man. That's a good call. That might have been who I would have said, too. I'll go with Mike Hilton instead. How about that? Okay, okay. Shout out to Money Hilton coming back, too, man. Uh, me wants to know the Jags Duval chant. Uh, kind of, sort of cool or super lame? Well, for me, it's different because, like, one, my, my best friend growing up, he's from Duval. So I spent plenty of time in Duval. Okay. So it's like when I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I already know. Like, so I like it. But that's because of the history of me being down there with the boys talking all the Duval stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Duval County, baby. And then uh, third and final question for me, he wants us to construct our perfect Subway cold cut style sandwich. Oh, baby. Well, whatever they have, that's an Italian cut. So it has to have salami, pepperoni, and uh, and ham on it. Make sure we got my lettuce. Throw some bacon on it, too. Throw some oregano, some pepper. Uh, ooh, they also have that, like, sweet onion sauce. They Oh, man, I like that on it as well. Yeah. Uh, I think you about hit on it. Yeah. 
think it's weird. You ready? I think I'm good. My because fa- there are like you say it's like different. You say Italian. Yeah, there's different variations. Yeah, that's, why, have, that's why I had to say like the some salami, have, some have ham, pepperoni, some have ham and spicy. Some ham, have right? go go with the capicola. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah, give me salami, give me ham, give me capicola. Mm-hmm. That's if I'm going cold cut style sandwich. That's how I'm rolling, baby. I, I want the the Italian style too. No, no, little are lettuce, you to- are you, are some you, onions. Are we gonna heat it up a little bit though? Are you leaving it strictly cold? So you know what I would like to do. Okay. You throw the throw the cold cuts on the grill for a few seconds. Thank you. With some onions. Okay. Then put then you melt the cheese yeah, on there. Then I'm, you put it then you put I'm it on hip. the bread. Little yeah. little lettuce as well. I, too. I just want to make sure that we, we were part just of a kiss, the, just a kiss of mayonnaise. Just make sure we were on the same page when it comes to having a, a um, heated yeah. up sandwich. You know, just like a little hotter. Yeah, for sure. Good questions for me. Uh, Irie asks, always love the here we go song. Uh, here we go Steelers remix song. Do you know where Roger Woods been with the updated versions? So. I don't know if Steelers fans know. Roger Woods, the guy who wrote yeah, the. I know, you know, yeah, I know. Yeah, he only writes new Steelers songs once the playoffs have been clinched. Uh, I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not. Know At that. least like over the last decade. Okay. I don't know if that's how if he wrote a new one every year yeah. back, you know. But at least over the last five, ten years, he only writes a new song whenever the playoffs are clinched. So okay. the reason we haven't had a new "Here We Go" song the last two years is because the playoffs were never clinched. This is true. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, so we're about three weeks away. We could be pretty close to getting a brand new 2020. You know, a I lot mean, of good things though, haven't happened in 2020, well, but a new Roger Woods song would be great. What I was gonna say too, because I mean, the clinching element of it, I think we're still just by rule. I think like a couple of weeks away from being able to just officially clinch a spot. But in terms of being in the playoffs, I mean, yeah, you just do the the math on the numbers and the teams like. We're good. We should be good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy about that. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm not tripping. Uh, last one here before we go to break. We can fit this other one in real quick Come here. On, Carlos uh, says, I love the Moats game highlights. It's electric to hear on the radio. And then uh, he says, Wes, what meat are you smoking this weekend to get you through the weekend games? That's a good question, Carlos. Uh, I smoked some salmon last night. Oh, shout out. Okay. So I don't know if I'm actually going to smoke anything. I'm I'm back to I'm back in the saddle on Sundays, folks. Uh-oh. All right. Uh oh. Like half of our Steelers game day broadcast crew either has the virus or got exposed to the virus. At Narona? So, you know, I enjoyed the last two, three weeks where I actually had a Sunday off for the first time in the fall in six years. But I'm back, baby. So Sunday I'm gonna be here uh, in our studios working all day. So nothing uh, on the on the smoker on Sunday. I don't know. I'm smoking a turkey on Thursday. Okay, okay. For the first time. Yeah. And I've been stressing out about this, and I got the brine, yeah. and I got the, you know what I mean? So and I that's might the just. Thing, man. When it comes to turkey, bro, it's like a full production. I know. Bro. And like I said, I smoked salmon last night. It's going to be a busy Sunday. It's going to be a, a, an ordeal on Wednesday and Thursday with the turkey. I, I don't know. This might be sacrilege, Carlos, but I might just lay low tomorrow. Whew. I might just order some wings, order a pizza. Have somebody else do the work for me. <laughs> I don't I don't blame you on that, man. You can never go wrong with that at all, man. But what we can go right with is this, man. When we come out of break, we're going to talk a little five-star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. It is not going to be us, and it's not going to be us to get fined either. So you already know, it's Moats and Euler on SNR. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. And here's the blitz. And the pocket collapses. He's 
10, and down he goes inside the 20. Arthur Maltzman. Yes, indeed, baby. It's Moltzman Euler Friday, hour number two. So you know what that means. You know what that means, baby. I got to do my little rendition of uh, Wesley Euler's second hour. Uh-oh. So, good afternoon, <laughs> Steeler Nation. How we doing? <laughs> marvelous, darling. Just, <laughs> just bloody marvelous, darling. Let's go. Let's go. That's great to hear, baby. That's great to hear. You already know we always having a blast on Friday. Hour number two of the show, man. So... <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you continue to get your tweets in, whether it's, um, you know, just about the show in general, Jaguars as it pertains to them, or your score predictions as well, man. Hit us up on the Twitter.com. That's at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. Oh, man. I, and, and I will say this, man. You're doing a great job with these highlights, man. Oh, well, thank you. Bring, bring back some good memories right there, man. I, I remember that play. It was a great play, man. It's my first year here, 2014. A little strip sack to end it all, man. This was good. It was real good. It was real good. Heck yeah! I Listen, I, I love it. A little moats roulette in the system. We got yeah, got, got, got me feeling like I was like I was important over so here. Got, I, got, man. I got some more for you too before we get out of here. All right, all right. Well, let's I tell keep... you what, you'll be happy to know. Uh huh. You've got a better catalog in our system than both Jeezy and Gucci Mane. It is combined. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> <sighs> but now it is time. Now it is. It's, I mean, it's it really is my your, time. It's Arthur Motes' time to shine. Listen, on Fridays I wake up, there's only one thing on my mind. Five-star Friday. We're, we're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we in it. Five star Friday matchup number one. Okay, okay, okay. The first matchup we're gonna talk about is the rookie running back, the undrafted guy who's you know been lighting it up in the league, James Robinson. But more importantly, we gotta talk about uh who he's going up against, and that's Mr. Vince Williams and uh Robert Spillane. Now listen. This Jaguars offense is predicated around James Robinson. He is the thing that keeps that offense going. It opens up a little bit for the pass and stuff like that. But with Vincent Spillane, we know they've done a great job as it pertains to stopping the run. And with them both being healthy, with them both having another game under their belt together, look for them to be the biggest reason why James Robinson is, you know, ineffective come Sunday, baby. I'm excited about that one. Oh, I cannot wait. Cannot wait. You know, if I was a gambling man, <laughs> yeah, who am I kidding? If I would have wagered that James Robinson was going to be involved in these matchups somewhere. I would have wagered. You know, strong, strong possibility. Strong possibility. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. Well, if you knew about James Robinson, that means you knew about his, uh, you know, double trouble wide receiver duo. DJ Chark and Keelan Cole Sr. put the respect on that. <laughs> but more importantly, those two guys versus... Not Jeezy and Gucci, man. I'm talking Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. Oh, yeah. So, listen up, man. DJ and Kel uh, DJ and Keelan have been playing really well this year, man. Um, In terms of for their 
careers they are on pace to be i mean to to have record-breaking seasons for them but we also know that joe and steven have been playing extremely well this year not only have they done a really good job especially of late of eliminating the big plays but they've also been doing a really good job of generating turnovers and that's going to be huge in terms of making this game the way we want it to look so joe and steven Use that, that veteran savvy. Use that big-time playmaking ability that you guys have and ultimately take advantage of these two receivers. I mean, they're good, but they are not on that level just yet. I tell you what, these wide receivers versus the corners working into the matchups pretty consistently here, right? It's almost Man. like it's the NFL in 2020. It, it feels like that, right? <laughs> Five-star Friday. Matchup number three. All right, so you know we got to talk special teams, babe. We had big-time special team plays by Ray Ray McLeod, by Ola Adaini. But then the Jaguars also had big-time special teams plays, and they actually had a chance to touch paint, man. Keelan Cole Sr. had a touchdown for a, a punt return for a touchdown last week. So we got to talk about Keelan Cole Sr. again, but this time as it pertains to the punt and punt return elements of the game. Now, He's going up against Jordan Berry, who's coming off a really impressive performance last week. He's coming off of a coverage unit that has some really productive players. We talked about Ola Danny forcing mm -hmm. the fumble. We talked about even though Robert Spillane has been starting on defense, he's still a part of that punt team unit. So it lets you know the significance of that particular unit. They're going to have their hands full with Keelan. But look for this to be a big-time advantage for the Steelers, man. If they can create some splash, if they can create a turnover again in this element of the game, whoo-wee! It's going to be a great day for us, baby. It'll be a great day. Yes. Yes, it will indeed. Five-star Friday. Matchup number four. Okay. Now we got to talk about the big uglies. We got to talk about these old linemen. And in particular, I'm talking about Jacksonville because our old linemen are big swaggy, not big ugly. All right. And we're talking about Jawan Taylor and Cam Robinson. Both of these guys, high pedigree guys, both of these guys have in terms of their play this year, have played well at times. They've done a good job protecting the quarterbacks. But we both know that Bud and TJ got bigger plans. And they're on a mission right now. TJ, he's on Defense Player of the Year awards. Bud, he's on his first Pro Bowl. So, Cam and Jawan, I hate to say it, but you guys are just going to be casualties of war. This is a situation where, hey, I hate to do it to you. It's not personal, but it's personal, all right? <sighs> Bud and TJ have to dominate these matchups, and I fully anticipate them doing so. When you look at their play, when you look at how they've been able to take advantage of not only top-tier talent at tackles, but also young talent as well, young guys who are rookies. Jawan Taylor we're talking about here. These are the type of matchups that favor Bud and TJ, and I fully anticipate them going about this business as usual and continuing to make big-time plays, man. Two casualties of war, the man said. It's not personal, it's personal. It's not personal. It's only business. You know. You're one of those two. Mm -mm. This ain't business person, <laughs> but it's not personal. Five Star Friday. Lay it on the line. You better lay it on the line. And there he goes. And I'm talking about the reigning, the defending AFC player of the week, Ben Roethlisberger versus the young rookie cornerback, CJ Henderson. <laughs> oh, man, CJ, I hate it had to be you, baby. 
But trust me, Ben has done better people worse. And for you, CJ, you're going to have to just, you know, be another notch in his MVP caliber season this year, man, because we know CJ's been playing well, but he's a rookie. And we know that Ben, not only does he have elite level playmaking ability, but he has elite level veteran savvy. So fully anticipate him to take advantage of the rookie corner. And like I said, man, I think the rookie is going to be a really good corner in this league. Yeah. But as his he was pertains, a top 10 pick for a reason. No question. You see it on tape. But the way Ben is playing right now, his decision making, his ability to look off and, and, and take advantage and challenge these DBs. I fully anticipate him taking advantage of the young corner, man. So, like I said, I hate it had to be you, CJ. He's done better, a lot worse. So, don't take it personal. It just is what it is, baby. But that's the fifth and final five-star matchup. Arthur Motes, one more time for those who might have missed it or just need to double-check their notes. Got to double-check the notes, as always, man. The, the first matchup. Five matchups that will yes, determine indeed. Sunday's outcome. Yes, indeed. The first matchup, we're talking James Robinson, the rookie running back who's lighting the league on fire versus Vince Williams and Robert Big Hit Super Lane. <laughs> then after that, we got to go to the number two matchup. is DJ Chark and Keelan Cole Sr. versus Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. Mm -hmm. After that, we got to talk about Keelan Cole Sr. in the punt return unit versus our punt coverage unit, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oled Danny, Robert Spillane, Jordan Berry. Yes, sir. Then after that, the fourth match, we got to talk about Jawan Taylor, Cam Robinson, the two tackles for the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Bud Dupree and TJ Watt. We got big plans for these boys, man. And then the fifth and final five-star matchup is the reigning AFC, De I mean, not defense player of the week. AFC. <laughs> that would be impressive. Offensive player of the week. That'd, <laughs> ben be, that'd be real impressive. I mean, you know, be two elite places at once. <laughs> but Ben Robsberger versus CJ Henderson, man. Taking advantage of the young, inexperienced rookie. We're, we're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. There You'd it is. It. You'll love to see it, There man. it is. Uh... Brian tweets, um, missed, uh, missed the first hour, missed the song, but at least we got that five-star Apple, Apple podcast to well, make up for it. No question. And also, if you stay tuned, we're going to hit the song again we will. later this that hour, man, about the 150 mark, 145, mm -hmm. 150 mark. So just make sure you stay tuned for that, man. If you want it on demand, right? If you want to you know, play it on Sunday to get you pumped up. You know, there, there is this thing. It's, it's an invention. It's called podcast. It's amazing. It's kind of like Netflix, <laughs> but for you for free. And it's free. I mean, who, who, who you can't go wrong with that, right? Uploaded every day. So you commercial just free. Steelers Blitz. That's Blitz with a Z. Like Zoltan. Like Zlatan. Like Zohan. Like Xylophone. No, that starts with the next. Dang it. Like Zebra. Ziggy Palfy, former Pittsburgh Penguin. How about like, that? Like Ziggy Hood. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough. I don't, oh, I don't know. I'm out of Z's. I'm running out of Z names I'm here. Z I'm names. running out of Z names. Hey, and I'm out of time for this segment as well, man. So this is the Electric Factory, Moats and Eula on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Dalton wants to throw it. He's surrounded and he's sacked back at the 27-yard line. A great job to get him to the ground. And uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers come up with a big defensive play from number 55, Arthur Motes. Well, well, well. 
That same Arthur Motes is right here on Motes and Euler inside the electric factory. Still is Blitz. I love this thing, man. This <sighs> make me feel so good. Every time you play my highlights, I'm over here just smiling like a little kid. I'm all giddy in the building. So shout out to us. That's the point, baby. It is it is Motes Host Friday. No, no, no. See, you, you're setting a standard here, man. You're going to make me want this now every time I come here on a Friday. All right. So, so let me just enjoy it. Okay. I'm going to just enjoy it because I never know what's going to happen again. All right, that's how I feel about it. But speaking of never happening again or not knowing if it's going to happen again, uh oh, we're sitting at nine and zero. We don't know if we're going to have another opportunity to be the only undefeated team breaking down an opponent. So I feel like it's only right that we do some due diligence here, hmm. that we look into this matchup, this Jaguars team that we're talking about. And I really want to know from your perspective. What ways can this team hurt us? Cool. How can they take this nine and zero and change that zero to a one? Because right now this this is nine and zero is beautiful. It sure is. It sure is. Um, but it, it, we wouldn't be doing our due diligence. We wouldn't be respecting our opponent if we did not. It's a national football league, right? It, it's not. It's not. You know, Big Ten on Mac. Is, that's not the vibe. Correct. It's not SEC on Mac. It is also not the New York Jets or maybe the 2018 Cleveland Browns, right. 2017, whatever year they went on. 2019 West Virginia. Like, it's, it's, it's not that team, man. Yeah, 2019 West Virginia did beat JMU, so I'll take it. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> How about that? I mean, he didn't know that he just alley-ooped me on that one, Oh, folks. it's cool, man. <laughs> it's um, cool. I mean, you touched, you touched on some of it, certainly, in your five-star Friday matchups. Um I mean, if you tell me right now that, that James Robinson has a, you know, a, a 90, 100-yard uh, day on the ground, I'd say that that means that they did a pretty good job of moving the ball, of keeping mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger off the field. Um, if they're able to create a splash play on defense that can give their offense a short field situation, get some easy points on the board, steal a possession. And who doesn't love splash? Splash. Everyone loves splash. Um and then, hey, we saw a nice rebound from it last week, right? Great Steelers special teams last week. Boswell was money. Jordan Berry was above a varsity level. You mentioned Ola with the turnover forced on special teams. But we did see what happened the week before in Dallas as well, mm-hmm. too. So a special teams faux pas that leads to some points for yep. Jacksonville. But the theme here with all of this, Motsi, is that as long as the Steelers take care of business, as long as they are buttoned up, man – the Jaguars' opportunities to really make plays, to score points in this game, are going to be limited. I definitely agree. Um, with the When I'm looking at Jacksonville, I feel like the only way they can hurt us is if we do it to ourselves. It has to be self-inflicted. Slow starts, turnovers, penalties, those type of things, I feel like create that opportunity for Jacksonville. Because other than that, when I'm really looking at them, I'm saying even defensively, where where are the the players that make me nervous that I say we got a game plan? Josh Allen and not not the quarterback Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, the DN Josh Allen. I mean, even with him, he flashes at times, but it's not consistent enough. Um, Miles Jack, he's a good player. I don't I personally don't think he's lived up to the expectations that were around him when he came out of UCLA. I agree. Joe Shorbert, we know he's a good player. We saw him last year in Cleveland. But he's still, I feel like, more of an overachiever than than a, a star at yeah, that position. Like, they've got some some nice B. Yeah, like, like they have a B- lot of like role players. players. They, got, yeah. they got really good role players or higher-end role players. Like, if they were surrounded by better talent, you, it would be you'd perfect. really like yes. that guy. Yeah. But but Miles Jack, if he's next to Telvin Smith, 
it's a lot different Correct. than Miles Jack Correct. next to Joe Sherbert. Correct. Yeah, no, that's a great way to put it. Even it, at the corner position, we, we talk about um, – with the young, the, the young quarterback, C.J. Henderson. Yeah, it's a lot better if you got Jalen Ramsey right. lined up on the other side. And shoot, speaking of, it looks like they just moved him to uh, to injury reserve right now. So Nuh-uh. even with that, yeah, it, it literally just popped up on my thing. Oh boy! So, <laughs> jeez. I mean, it's like a four. It's like a four star Friday matchup. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they literally just moved it. Just made the move. Wow, breaking news here. Huh. So that makes it even more interesting now. Jeez, oh, I tell you what. <laughs> because I was going to say, at least him paired with the Jalen Ramsey or paired with the A.J. Bouye, who they had in the past, right. that's even AJ more Bouye formidable. Is another good one. Right, but now, I mean, dude, no no C.J. Now we're looking at Luke Barco and Sidney Jones, who's and Sidney Jones is questionable going into this game as well. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It, cool. it's, it's, even diff- it's even more different now. It's worse than we thought. It is worse than we thought. And, again, just going back to as long as the Steelers are buttoned up, uh, they should be able to control this game from start to finish. I agree. I definitely agree, man. And this is a game that they should be motivated for for a couple of reasons. Number one, when you're 9-0 and and you're trying to get to 10-0, that motivates you. You want to get to that next one. You want to see, okay, can we go 16-0? Can we make that happen? We know we got to take it one at a time, so you're going to be a little bit more enthused. Also, you remember from two weeks ago when you came out and didn't start as fast how the Cowboys made it a game. But then you saw how you responded versus the Bengals. So you know if we respond like the Bengals, it would be easy for all of us. Right. We'll, we'll all be sitting here, you know, eating sunflower seeds in the fourth quarter. Right. So that's another thing. And then when I think about Big Ben in particular, I think of how, number one, he's in the MVP conversation. Number two, the past three performances hasn't been his best performances against Jacksonville. We said one was a slow start, but then it got really good. And then the other two were some of his, you know, not so not so pretty moments. Right. I think it's the best way to put it, right? I think that's fair. <laughs> that's a fair I way think, to put it. It's a fair I, way. It wasn't, I, wasn't the best. Wasn't, I think that's fair. You know? Uh, Motsi, we've got a couple tweets here that we could get to before break, if that's all right with you. Absolutely, man. Let's hear it. Since you are conducting and instructing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corinne tweets, uh, glad to know I'm not the only weirdo who tries to catch the Here We Go song to get pumped up. Uh, she says, but are the episodes seriously uploaded every day? My Apple podcast feed has June 10th is the most recent episode. I've heard of this problem before. Okay. And I know that I know that Don't it you have is- to like refresh it. Otherwise, it won't like. It won't keep download. You have to like make it. Yeah, that like, does happen sometimes. And I know, yeah. like, because I, I, I just I got yesterday's podcast uh, yeah. last night, so I do know they are updating every day. So Corinne, try unsubscribing and resubscribing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I know that, that that's happened yes. to me with a couple of my Apple podcasts too, mm-hmm. where you're like, all right, I know this is uploaded every day, or I know this is uploaded every week. I haven't yep. seen it for a while, and then maybe you go to a different platform and you see it's uploaded yes. there. If you unsubscribe and resubscribe, that should kind of reset it. Yeah. You, but whatever though. you do, just make sure you leave a, a five-star rating or a one-star rating, all right? <laughs> we don't want no in-between. You either love us or you hate us. Or there's no in-between. Uh, I, we did, by the way, uh, we got a one-star review, I meant to tell you, <gasps> like a week or two ago. Oh. Yeah, hold on. Give me a okay, second here. I'll pull right, it up. But right. first, I wanted to tell uh, everybody, too, if if you're having problems with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts on your Android phone, wherever you get it, right? If you do go to Steelers.com, mm-hmm. okay, go to the Steelers website homepage. If you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see Pro Bowl voting, and then below that, you'll see Steelers Nation Radio. If you click the programming tab there of Steelers Nation Radio, the podcasts are also posted on the Steelers website on that page every day. Tunch and Wolfs, ours, Matt and Dale with the drive. Um, so you can get all of that stuff on Steelers.com as well if you're, uh, if you're jonesing for the content. Absolutely, man, which uh, you should because, I mean – 
It is us. I mean, it is us. I mean, Although somebody out there does not like us, Arthur Motes. All right, you ready for this? Hold I'm, on, I'm excited because I, I, I don't hear I know enough. we don't get very many negative yeah, reviews. Yeah, I'm going to say it, so all this positivity has got me a big head in here, man. We, I, need, I need to get humbled. Humble us real quick. Humble us. do get him. Hold on. I'm pulling up the wrong podcast here. That's Adam and Crowley and I's WVU podcast. Here's the Steelers Blitz. Uh, Chuck, stir my drink. Huh? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Say that again. Chuck, stir my drink. That's his, that's his name. Or Chuck's... Tur my drink. No, it's Chuck Stir my drink. That's his name. Okay. All right. Chuck says, I don't know which is worse, uh, the over-the-top fake Yinzer accent by Carrot Top or the body constant personal plugs, but this show (laughs) is just terrible. I wish SNR could find anything else to fill this time slot. I like it. You know what that means? That's, whole, that's, like, that's just bad banter, Chuck. You're, if you're listening right now, you're you're. No, 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 I almost no, no, said, no, no. I almost said the four-letter S word. You're no. bad at banter, Chuck. No, Carrot no, no. top. I don't have red hair, and my hair's not curly. There's listen, much listen. better hair insults you could throw no, at me no, than no, Carrot no, no, top. No, 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 no. You're looking at this all wrong. The fact he still tunes in, he's a fan. It's all good. I don't care. It's good. If it's you good. ain't got no haters, you ain't yeah. popping. And a lot of times they say the negative so that way you can respond to it. I applaud you for tuning in. Keep tuning in, baby. That's all that matters. He, he's a repeat listener for a fact because he said he wishes that they could feel them somewhere else. So he's, he's tuning in multiple times. Now, listen, see, I'm all about the banter and I'm all about the good digs and insults. But care, that you know what, Chuck? That's a one-star insult. How about that? I'm rating your insult. How about that? You know what? This makes me think of uh, Vince Williams has said this line a few times. Uh, what do you say? You know, social media these days mm-hmm. made people way too comfortable with being disrespectful. <laughs> Chuck. But hey, thanks for listening. No, I appreciate it. Oh, I say it. you keep tuning the in. The only thing about that review yeah. that makes me mad is the carrot. I think that's just carrot oh, top. Yeah, my like hair's not red. My hair's not curly. You, there's a lot of hair insults you can make out that carrot. That's just lazy. I give you one star. Chuck. See, I, I, lazy. I, I, I like this review because he said I keep giving the self plugs for the body. At least you know me, <laughs> so we good. <laughs> Was that your Johnny Depp moment? You are by far the worst pirate I've but ever But you know heard of. me, though. You've heard of me, right? But you have heard of me, haven't That's you? all that matters. Ah, Chuck, but you are listening to us, and, aren't and you? And it clearly stuck in your mind enough to include it in the review. So we're all good, baby. We are all good. Uh, Adam, who is our uh, – he just uh, started tweeting us, made the Twitter account to tweet us, our, uh, our trucker buddy who lives in Carolina Panthers yes, country. absolutely. He just tweeted us a picture. He is delivering the Christmas tree to the Carolina Panthers organization. Oh, wow. He just sent us a picture of this huge tree on the back wow. of his, his big 18-wheeler truck. He says, what do I got to do to bring one to the Steelers? Dude, that is, that's awesome, actually. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, I get to deliver the Christmas tree right. to the Carolina Panthers. I like that. You know what you do? You know what you do, Adam? Oh. Is like on the inside of the tree or something – you sneak in Hashtag like a like a Steelers or an ornament, or yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like here, here we, we go. go, or you put a you put something black and yeah. yellow on the inside of the tree, or just put like <laughs> SB six or something like that up there, man. Just let them know, like, yeah, we got six of these things over here, man. And uh, we also did get confirmation here that Coach Tomlin uh, is taking Jeezy over Gucci. I don't know if you saw that as well, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandatory. Mandatory. Um, I'm looking here real quick. Most of the other tweets that we got include score predictions, so we'll save those for the next segment. Uh, uh, Chris here. Have you either of you ever made a friendly bet with your spouse and went all out to win it? <laughs> I mean, only like a couple times a year. I don't bet with my wife. Me and, me and her, we don't compete against each other. See, my we, wife we and I compete, but we it's don't. always Pittsburgh versus Philly. The, the reason why me and my wife don't compete is because for her, she isn't really like into like the competitive and the back and forth. And for me, I over I go overboard because of like my nature of being an athlete. Like 
I, you're ultra competitive. It, right. If I feel like we're competing, I have to win. <laughs> it's either I have to win, so I'm going to do everything it takes to win, or I'm going to have zero care about it, and I'm not going to put forth any effort. It's hard for me to find that in between. <laughs> so that's why we, we learned early on, like, hey, we, we always going to be on teams. All right? Yeah. We always on teams. Ours <laughs> is just like any time the Penguins and the Flyers play or any you know every four years when the Steelers yeah. and the Eagles play, we'll have a little banter, a little back and forth. But, yeah, but yeah similar, similar I mean, to Motsi. Like, like we, 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 we would go back and forth about LeBron and Golden State, right, because she's from oh, the Bay. Oh, yeah. And it got to the point where, okay. <laughs> It'll watch the game in different rooms. So, so then it, it became where last year, obviously the Warriors were down. So after a couple of times of us going back and forth in these finals, I'm playing every game. They, they're down 30, and I'm having it blasted in the bed. We're going to watch the whole tape. Right. And she's like, we ain't got to watch this. Like, so I'm like, nah, because for me, I can't let it go. Like I, I want to show you that not only am I going to win then, I'm going to win now and every single day. So that's what it's like. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't do that. We, uh, nah. Uh, last one here before we go to break. Um, Jared says, I mean, Chuck could have at least called you Jimmy Neutron. Boom. There you go. See, that's better hair banter right there. Jared gets it. Jared gets it. Uh, all right, the Re- uh, rest of the tweets, the ones with the predictions, don't worry. We will, uh, we'll get I'm to you on the I'm going to say it. So if you haven't got a main just yet, self-promotion here, make sure you hit at the body 52. At the body. At Wesley Euler. Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> get your score predictions in, man. We're going to get in those in this next and final segment. We're also going to talk about... Getting that paper. We're going to read the rest of your tweets, whether it's score prediction, whether there's anything going on with the tweet. We're going to get to that. And then we're going to sing again, man. We got to hit a Here We Go song, Official Steelers mm-hmm. Dish Check. Oh, yes, Jaguars edition. So get it in. Get involved. Because if not, you got to wait until a long, <laughs> long, 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 long time. It's Mosin Eula on Steelers Nation Radio. Somewhere up a New York way Where the people are so gay Twisting the night away This is the Steelers Blitz With Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes On your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Twisting the night away Twisting Campbell stays in the shotgun First and 10 at the Steelers 25 He's back with a snap and they descend, and they sack him at the 30-yard line. Arthur Moats, who's had a big game, the ball came out. Did he get rid of it? No, no, he stripped it. Play was real, the fumble with the recovery by Pittsburgh. Jason Worlds. First down. Well, well, well. Always good hearing those highlights, baby. Makes you feel good. Perfect to Jason Worlds, man. Shout out to my dog Worlds, too, man. Yeah. I like that right That's there. That's a name I haven't heard in a long I time. Oh, I know. It's like, man, Worlds. All right. Shout out. Yeah, Shout he out. was good. I remember he was. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know what Jack Clay's a part of, though. Oh, the greatest draft class ever? <laughs> I mean, no debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mosin Euler, man. Taking you inside the Electric Factory. We're in our final segment, and hmm. we already know this segment is jammed, absolutely packed. So, last chance, man, if you haven't got those score predictions in, get them in right now at the Body 52 at Wesley Euler. And then from there, man, we're going to get this thing rolling. So, without further ado, let's get this song rolling, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go. 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 Here we go, here
Pittsburgh's going to the Super Drop that official Bowl. diss track, Wes. Cheer to Steelers, the black and a gold. Okay, talk about it some more. It's time to Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Okay, what else, though? The Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts where we listen to Yolder and Boats. Down we go to the Sunshine State. Are we going to Florida to take over? 1 p.m. kickoff. Don't be late. Man, we always on time. Time to make another team fall in line. Ben gonna have this game over by halftime. Here we go. Man, we eating big sunflower seeds in the second half, baby. As we cruise the tenor, no, it's the only way to take care of business while we down in Florida. Because you notice what we do. Anytime Pittsburgh goes to Florida, we handles business. And then we come on back. But you know what we're going to do right here in verse 2? We're going to diss them on the track. Let's go, Wes. A win would take us to 10 and 0. Okay, talk about that then. But elsewhere in Florida is where I'm trying to go. Oh, what would that be? Only one thing I got to say. In February, we'll be back. But in Tampa Bay, here we go. Only way to be it. Only way to do it, man. And no, we don't believe in a jinx. We just believe in kicking butt and taking names. And in this case, we taking fur. We taking Jaguar skin this week, baby. I cannot wait. That little cat is coming with us. So, meow, meow, beep. That's Steely McBean in the back. Yeah, Jacksonville, some real Jag-offs. Little Jag-offs. They ain't tough. They just soft. They're soft Jag-offs. Don't tell Coach T about a trap game. Sunday's result, going to be more of the same. Here we go. Hey, look, man, it's going to look like Big Ten on Mac. It's going to look like SEC on Mac. It's going to look like FCS on Mac. Nobody likes the Mac. In Jacksonville, this week, y'all are the Mac. And I can't wait. I cannot wait. Because uh, this is what we do. It's still a nation. We're taking over Florida, baby. Can't wait. We're going to bring this good weather down to your good weather and take your good weather, baby. Walk in your trap and take your trap. That's what they say. Shout out to Young Jesus. Here we go, Steelers. Wait, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Shut up. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl, but first they're going 10-0 tomorrow, tomorrow, Sunday, tomorrow. down in Jacksonville. Uh, all right. What do you say we get to some tweets? Sounds about right. Is that good with you? Only if that's okay with you. Uh, Cuban Dan. Cuban Ste- Dan! Steelers over Jacksonville, 29-17. to Steelers versus the world. You know, Cuban Dan, though, the Steelers are the world's team, according to Big Ben. So Steelers versus the world, wouldn't that be like Steelers versus ourselves? Whoa. Hey, now. Mind blown. <laughs> Mine is blown. Josh says, uh, not to even worry about that dude's ridiculous rating of your show. You guys rock. Thanks, Jason. Uh, Wait, we like it, baby. And you can't please all the people all the time. Don't get me wrong. Nah, I think you can. And I personally think he does like the show. I just think it's more of an attention thing. Like, if I say this, (laughs) it'll get them to talk about me. Because when I tweet... Sometimes it's too many tweets. I can't even get my name mentioned. Mm. So, that, you know, it's, it's a different way. Different way. Mm. Jason, Steelers 27, Jags uh, 17. And Jason says, FYI, I don't know if you remember this, but two years ago when you and Moats had the show to get you to 1,000 followers, I was your 1,000th follower. Ooh. Well, Jason, you've been rocking with us for a while, then. I appreciate Absolutely. it. And you know what? I'm close to 2,000 now. So Hey, now. Yeah, why don't you guys get on the, the Twitter.com and become my 2,000th follower, and then See, I'll man, shout you, you out there. You, sh- you should do your promotion so that way they can he can comment about you promoting yourself now. Oh, at Wesley Euler. And what? what uh, Jimmy Neutron. I was going to say, why, why? I'm not the only one that says the body. You say Wesley Euler as well. Like, what's going on here? I don't know. 
I guess it's because he had to take a shot at you somehow, right? And that's all he got. I mean, he can't, you know, no carrot. Again, he's not good at the banter. I mean, there's good banter to be had out there. Rebecca, the lit one. Lit, 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 lit. 32 to 10 Steelers. Who talk Timmy. Uh, Quarry here says, which team is, oh, which team song is better? Uh-oh, he's putting you on the spot here. Uh, Steelers, here we go, or Buffalo Bills shout. He says, now, one is an original, the other is a ripoff. Do they redo the lyrics to that, though? Absolutely. So oh, it is. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's right, because it's a Buffalo. Yeah, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I look at it like this, man. One is a, a in-game song, and one is like a before game or after game. You just play it whenever song, you know? Yeah, so yeah. two different categories. Kind of like comparing like rap to, to country or R&B. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Uh, Corey says, by the way, Steelers over Jags 38 to 10. I like that. Adam says, Steelers 34, Jags 10. Harry down in Texas, Steelers 35. Jags 14. Moats highlights needs to be a weekly thing. We'll, we'll keep it cooking. We'll keep it cooking. Don't you worry. Uh, Rudy here says Steelers 27. Jags 13. Uh, non-stressful game. Um, let's see here. Rolling down. Randy says I'm going Steelers 42 to 21. James Conner over 100 yards. Ray Ray finally takes one to the house on special teams. I've been calling that too. I think it's going to happen. Joe Hayden with a pick six. Ooh, I did not see that coming. I like that too. I though. like that. Uh, Dakota says, hey guys, awesome. Here we go song. I think it was honestly one of the best of the year. My score prediction is Steelers 32. Jagoffs 13. Minka gets a pick six. Hey. TJ has three sacks. Uh, Irie says, uh, I'm predicting Anthony McFarlane breaks a long run and has the first 100-yard game, 100 yard game of his career. Ooh, Steelers okay. rush for 200 yards total. Defense forces four turnovers. Okay. Hilton has a sack and okay. a forced fumble. Uh, what Steelers, else we got? Steelers win big 31-9. to that's what to say, man. The way these predictions I are know, going, man, I was like, it's gonna be blue Gatorade too. Like, man, I like that though. Ryan in Nashville, Steelers win forty-one to seventeen. James Conner over hundred yards rushing, five sacks for the defense. Okay, okay. Annie, it's gonna be cruelty to animals. The Steelers defense the dominates, and the running game awakens, thirty-one to ten. Steelers. Uh, our buddy Thrash in Virginia says, seems like the highlights idea was a great success. Yes, it was. Oh, my my friend, uh, 38 to 23 Steelers. Okay, all right. Thrash is going. Uh, Greg here says, this is my first tweet at the Electric Factory. Shout out to Greg, man. Welcome yeah, to the family, welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, love the spirit and energy of the show. Keep stacking this week. Good guys, 27. Kitty Cats, 20. 10 and 0. Marvelous, darling. Bloody marvelous. <laughs> bloody marvelous. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. BPR says Steelers 35-14, TJ Watt two sacks. Usman says 27-17, Steelers. Let's see if we got any more here. Oh, yeah, Keith says 28-17, uh, to 17. Steelers win. Oh, man, you guys are keeping them coming this week. I love it. Uh, Rob says Steelers 38, Jagoffs 13. And do you think we finally get the color rush unis this Thursday night? They are fired just like your show. They better yes. be. Absolutely, yes. they better be. Yeah. Thursday, you're going to see the color rush Thanks for sure. Thanksgiving too, man. That's mandatory. Uh, Randy says Steelers 35, Jacksonville 10. Jones says Mason Rudolph leads at least one scoring drive. Ooh. The, at, at the end of the game. Yes, because okay, the Steelers okay, okay. win to 48 to 6. She's got the Steelers by 40 plus. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Rob says 38 to 13 Steelers. 
Um, ba, ba, ba. I know we got some more here. Midwest Mouse says 31 to 10 as we roll to 10 and 0. Mm-hmm. Alexis says finished work before noon today. It's perfect time for lunch, and I can sit back and enjoy listening to Wes and Moats. Score prediction 35 to 9 Steelers. Uh, two players with multiple sacks on defense. And I feel like we had one more here down early this morning from Buddha. Yep, Buddha seventy one says uh, I got to get my pick in early. He tweeted it this morning. Hayden uh, with a pick, Bud with a forced fumble, mm-hmm. six sacks, twenty eight to thirteen for the Steelers. Uh, over one hundred yards rushing for James Conner, but Big Ben does throw one interception. Mm, okay, okay. Oh keep wow, got to keep him humble. No, I just I just refreshed this, and we got eleven new tweets here in the last like four minutes. We'll keep them rolling, baby. Right. Keep them rolling. Russell says Steelers forty-two to ten. Minka Fitzpatrick gets an interception. Uh-huh. Uh Oklahoma zone. Uh, <laughs> All these tweets, you gonna have to start playing music in this in this little segment right here. But it's a whole little vibe, man. He, he calls the bad res- reviewers thumb thugs. Ooh. I like that. I've heard of Twitter figures, but I've never heard of thumb thugs thumb thug. before. I like thumb that. Thug. Uh, Steelers <laughs> fifty burger to thirteen Ooh, against Jacksonville. Um, do, 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 do. Rob says here, uh, thirty-eight to ten. Big Ben throws four touchdowns. Uh, chasing Deontay, Chase Deontay Ebron score. Uh, Jacksonville held to under a hundred and fifty yards total offense. Oh, oh, okay. He also says, "I'm new to Twitter, just for you guys." So shout out, Rob. We appreciate you. Major love, man. Joining Major in love. on the fun. Uh, Steel City champs. Steelers thirty to ten. James Conner, Benny Snell, and Anthony McFarland all score touchdowns. I like that. Do we got more? I like that. Uh, Kayla, Steelers 36, Jags 16. Mm-hmm. So, um, so right now, we don't have anybody picking the Jags. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this I, is like. one of the few weeks that we haven't had anybody. Yes. Pick, like, I don't know if anybody picked the Bengals. Uh, no, I think we did. No, we actually picked the Bengals, Bengals last week. And then we had people pick the Texans. Yeah. Somebody picked the Eagles. Yeah, we, this is our first one, it sounds uh, like. Antonio, 31-15 to 15 Steelers. Uh, punt return touchdown for Ray Ray. And Mav says, I missed you guys live all week. Uh... Let's serve some judgment to Jacksonville, a 31 to 10. Let's get those ghosts of the past gone. You guys are always a 10 in Steelers Nation hearts. Hey, we'll there take a, we go. We'll take a five-star. We'll take a 10 out of 10, whatever. Yeah. Thanks, Mav. Uh, that's all I got for now, Motsi. We'll do one more quick check uh, before we get out of here. But is it time? I feel like it's time to get that paper. Can I get some Show paper? me the money. Show me the money! Oh, it just hits. I ask this every week. I ask you to do this for me every single week. I say, hey, Wes, when this beat drop, can you take me back to Adamazarita? Can, can I hear that one time? Please, I just love when I just hear this. It makes my Friday, man. Adamazarita. There it is. Swaggering and blistering oh. boisterously across the northern plains. Talk about it. Autumn is a pirate, <laughs> swiftly capturing all hope in its path. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it. Are the most you know how this works, right? Five pack of games. We'll give you our Steelers prediction as well, too. Uh, after the first 0-5 performance in the history of this feature, four and one last week. Mm-hmm. So back in track. You know the That's Ravens. Back. The Ravens losing to the Patriots was the only one that cost me. But you know what? I'll take it. We'll I'll take, take that. We'll, uh, yeah, thanks, we'll New England. We'll, we'll allow that. Th- thanks, New England. We'll, we'll let it slide this time. Are boats? Atlanta Falcons plus five in New Orleans. That's my first pick, all right? I'm not trusting these Saints. 
without Drew Brees. I'm not trusting these Saints, certainly with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Dude, you don't believe quarters. in Taysom as QB1? What? Maybe New Orleans finds a way to win, but not by six points. Give me the Falcons plus five. Uh, the Chargers minus eight and a half against the New York Jets. Motsi, the Chargers have done me good this year so far. Uh, and you know what? Justin Herbert, new haircut swag. <laughs> The Jets can't hit him. He's under 18 years old, so they can't, say, they can't like hit him or else it's going to be a crime against the youth. 14 years old in that, with that new haircut, man. Chargers minus eight and a half. The Packers are in Indianapolis, Arthur Motes, and they're getting points. What? I have a simple philosophy in life, okay? When you get Aaron Rodgers and the points, you take them. So give Without me, a doubt. So give me Green Bay plus three in Indianapolis against the Colts and... The Chiefs travel to Las Vegas, Motsi, and they're going to get some revenge. They're sick and tired of the Raiders thumping their chest, driving their bus around that stadium. Uh, the Raiders have had all kinds of guys out with COVID protocols, unable to practice. Chiefs are going to roll. Chiefs are going to get revenge. Give me Kansas City minus seven. Finally, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Motes, I like the under at 47 and a half points. Ooh. Because. I do too. 27 to seven Steelers win. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. Arthur Motes, what say you? I like it because mine is more realistic in terms of 30 to 10. Ooh. Steelers win. I you like see it. the difference right there, though? Two extra field goals. 30 burger. <laughs> 30 burger lets you know it's real. Because I don't predict 30 burgers off. You do not. In fact, this entire season, this is only the second time you have done so. The other time was against the Browns. Yep. I like it. I have only predicted 30 burger once this season for the Steelers, and it was against the Eagles. Our buddy Brian Backo. Now, he predicts one like every week. Yeah, hey, you get a 30-burger. You get a 30-burger. Everybody gets over 30. <laughs> Reminder, Arthur Motes, uh, Brian Backo goes 34-15 uh, to 15 for the Steelers is his prediction. So are we sticking with 10 points? Is that fair for the line? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so we're going Steelers minus 10, so we all have the Steelers to win. And cover. We all have the Steelers to cover. And we're taking the under in points, so we're, good. We we're good there too. We're covered on all bases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, real quick. One last double check. Four last tweets here. Brian says Steelers 28-7. to seven. Uh, Joe Hayden picks six. Our buddy Devin, the human flamethrower at Denver, 10-0 uh, on the way. To 16 and 0, 41 to 17, Pittsburgh. Richard says, uh, uh oh. It happened. Oh, he had to be the guy? Jacksonville 24, Steelers 14. I love my Steelers, but Jacksonville always seems to have our number. Fair enough. Mozi, that's going to do it. So this we, is the part. You, you jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, you the one you brought it up. You jinxed it. You no, said I can't that jinx the Super Bowl and the tweets. was going to pick the Steelers don't to you, win this week. Don't you put that evil on and me, Ricky here Bobby. here you go. Don't you put that evil on me, nope, Ricky Bobby. it was you, man. You did it, bro. All right, Motsi, I'm going to hit the music, and uh, you can get us out of here. All right. All right, all right, all right. So, as always, man, got to give a big-time shout-out to my producer, Wesley Yola, man. Did a phenomenal job on the That's ones and Carrot twos. Top for you. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Carrot Top. Keeping us sounding good and crisp, man. The vocals are right in. All of the plays coming back from break. I loved it. Mm. Shout-out to everybody that participated. The Megawatts, the Power Grid, getting your tweets in. Shout-out to all the first-time Twitter users as well, man, that came in for the show, man. We really appreciate it. means a lot to us. Shout out to my co-host too, man, Wesley Euler. This the one with the good hair, not the carrot top one. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy right there. So, appreciate you for tuning in. Can't wait till next time. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7. Home of the black and gold. A Steelers. A nation. A radio.
show you the way. Boom. There it is. Let me hear you say. Boom. 